I'm Brad Locke, and you are listening to Prep Rally, a high school sports podcast brought to you by the Daily Journal and djournal.com. Hello, friends. I'm back again. Thought you had uh, gotten rid of me, didn't you? No. No, back from my vacation, much needed, went to Orlando last week, rode some coasters, saw the Cardinals at spring training. It was a good week. The best week. But I'm back with you, and happy to be here. I think Podgator missed me. Oh, he did. Poor thing. Okay. Well, thanks for joining me on this uh, Wednesday, March the 22nd, 2023. If you haven't joined us before, if you're new to the show, welcome. Just a reminder, you can catch us uh, most every Wednesday unless I'm out of town. Uh, We're on iTunes, Spotify, online at preprally.djournal.com. We're on Twitter at djournalsports. Check out our uh, sponsor, Pizza Doctor. Uh, My coworkers are, by the way, are very happy to see my return, mainly because it means the return of Pizza Wednesdays. Because, again, I was out of town last week. Two weeks before that, I was in Jackson. The week in between, I had something going on that Wednesday that I could not get pizza for everybody, so it's been like a month. Yeah, they were complaining a lot, but it's okay. I got some sausage pizza today, and they're all happy again, as happy as journalists can be anyway. Uh, pizza Doctor, check them out at uh, Midtown Point in Tupelo, also online at TupeloPizza.com. Got some stuff to catch up on, like some big coaching news. Just going to jump right into it. Boy, we had a seismic... Uh, News event drop on Tuesday when we learned that Katie Bates is leaving Pine Grove, uh, where she's been girls uh, basketball coach for the past decade, going back to Ripley, where she had coached before. Going to be the head girls coach at Ripley again. She was there previously for six years, led Ripley to a state championship in uh, 2011. Very successful there. And, of course, you know what she did at Pine Grove, won four straight state titles. Uh, they kind of dropped off the last couple of years, only won two games this past season, uh, had some injuries contributed to that, but, uh, I don't think she's forgotten how to coach. I haven't had a chance to talk to Katie just yet. She's supposed to call me sometime today, so don't know the reason behind the move, but, uh, I'll update the story that's already online when I, uh, after I do, uh, have a conversation with her. So that's big for Ripley, uh. Obviously, I mean, uh, they struggled this past year, losing record, but uh, they're not that far removed from success. They won it all in 2020 under Steve Willey and had a good record for the first season after he left. He coached one more year than left. Chad Brown took over, was the assistant. Had a nice season, uh, fell off a bit this year. So, uh, Katie Katie Bates uh, going back to a familiar place. But it is an interesting move. I mean, Pine Grove is her alma mater. She's got a kid who's, uh, I think, in middle school now will be playing for her before too long. And so, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big pickup for Ripley. On the football front, a couple of weeks ago, Anthony Hart, speaking of people returning to their former employers, is uh, the new Lafayette football coach replaces Michael Fair, who, was, who uh, you know, left for another job a few months ago. Yeah, Anthony Hart uh, had been at Lafayette previously, had quite the run. Y'all probably know that. Uh, he, he was there 
uh, for, what, seven seasons from 05 to 11, won back-to-back state championships, 16-0, and 16-0. Uh, Jeremy Liggins, I believe, was part of that that group. Yeah, y'all y'all remember those guys. Then he went on to Franklin uh, County for a couple of years, then Madison Central for a while. The last two years at Brookhaven Academy, he's won wherever he's gone. I mean, in uh, what I think twenty four seasons, he's got two hundred and twenty wins. He's only had one losing season, and that was his very first season as a head coach at West Lauderdale back in ninety seven. So, back at Lafayette, which is always a strong program, and. Uh, uh, he's uh, he's going to be uh, a good fit there, obviously. He's done it before. Probably going to be coaching some younger brothers or players he coached uh, the first time around. So that's a big hire. We have some other openings. I know Belmont has an opening. Jason Coker has left uh, football there. So try to keep track of all of that. Let's, uh, let's do some updates from the Diamond. I got out to a baseball game last night. How about that? East Union at West Union. East Union, the reigning two-way state champs, ranked number three by the Journal this week. West Union just entered the rankings at number eight. They started the season 8-0. But uh, then, they, then they had to play East Union, and uh, East Union uh, was the better team last night, winning 8-2. to They had their ace, Landon Harmon, on the mound. Just a sophomore, but, I mean, tall, lanky kid. You can tell he's got that pitcher's frame. Just, I mean, just wait until he fills out a little bit. Um, he's already committed to MSU. He had quite the night, struck out 13, walked none in six and one-third innings for the Urchins. So that improves his record to four and one on the season. Just did a real good job of getting ahead in the count and staying ahead in the count. Uh, only had three three-ball counts. I think he faced 27 batters, so that's a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good percentage there. And he got plenty of uh, offensive help early on. Rhett Johnson hit a two-run homer in the first inning. And it was 4 nothing, uh before uh, West Union could get on the board. And they did get a couple of runs there in the third and the fourth, strung together a few hits, also stranded some runners on base uh, because uh, Harmon was able to kind of limit the damage. Uh, did a real good job mixing his pitches, had trouble with his slider, his breaking stuff, and he's got a good fastball anyway. So uh, really solid win there for uh, East Union, which now is 11-4. and It's the first loss over the year for West Union, but look out for West Union in 1A. That's all I'm going to say. They got some good players, and uh, they're going to make some noise. You look at them in Bickersville in one day. I think right now is kind of the the two to watch from uh, around these parts. Another baseball game last night. This was a division game between Tupelo and Starkville. At Starkville, first of three games they'll play against each other this week. Uh, so three huge games. Starkville pulled it off four to three. Ethan Pulliam. The MSU signee hit a walk-off two-run homer in the bottom of the seventh to give Starkville a 4-3 to win. It was his second home run of the game. And so uh, Starkville wins game one of that series. I mean, uh, he finished with, uh, what, three RBIs, those two home runs, scored three runs. Uh, Jonathan Rogers actually pitched really well as a Tupelo starter, but uh, his pitch count got up there and they had to bring in uh, uh, Lake Reed and – Pulliam was able to pull it out for Starkville. And Starkville, I, I thought coming into the season, you know, didn't have a great record last year, but I'd seen him play. I knew they had Pulliam, and they had almost everybody back. I was like, this team could be really good. I didn't rank him in the preseason because I wanted to see what they would do. But the, they're up to number six in our rankings this week. So I believe that win makes them 9-2 and two overall. Drops Tupelo to 7-9. and nine. 
They'll play again on Thursday at Tupelo. I plan to be at that game. We've had a lot of games moved up from Friday to Thursday, including that one because of rain that's in the forecast. Hopefully it'll be another good one. Softball real quick. Uh, let's uh, give some some love to Ramsey Montgomery at uh, Mantachi. We've talked about her a lot, of course, the junior pitcher. One of the best uh, in the state at what she does, and she recently uh, surpassed uh, a big milestone, 1,000 career strikeouts. That's not easy to do. In fact, uh, the, based on the research I was able to do, and I might be missing somebody, but uh, it would seem that Montgomery is only the third player from our coverage area to ever hit 1,000 career strikeouts. Again, it's hard to do because, you know, unless you play five or six years of varsity, it's then it's just a tough number to get to. But she's been pitching since, I guess, what, seventh grade. She's still just a junior. Uh, but the other two players that I found uh, with more than 1,000 strikeouts, Jessica Halterman graduated from East Webster in 2009. She had 1,227 strikeouts. Elizabeth Wolven, 2007 Morville graduate, went on to play at uh, MSU, had uh, 1,213 career strikeouts. Now, Montgomery is a barring injury or something will pass them either this year or early next season for sure. And so uh, just a remarkable feat, remarkable career that uh, Ramsey has had uh, at Mentachi. Let's close things out with Athletes of the Week. Do this every week, honor male and female athlete for their accomplishments. Female Athlete of the Week, A.K. Willingham, Saltilla Softball. Man, her last three starts, she has been extremely tough back on Saturday she tossed a five inning perfect game struck out 11 as Saltilla beat Olive Branch 8-0 later that same day against South Pontotoc she gave up five runs on five hits struck out 11 walked just two in an 8-5 win over South Pontotoc which is a very good team and it was her second time to pitch that day I mean cut her some slack yeah (laughs) and then on Tuesday AK comes back out and uh, tosses a no-hitter against Morville. Struck out 19 batters. Walked just one in a 4 nothing win. Of course, AK has been uh, a really good pitcher for Saltillo the last couple of years. But then, you know, they had Shelby Payne and Caitlin Carnathan graduate last year. So, you know, didn't have that – don't have maybe have that depth at pitching now. So, AK is the uh, clearly the ace, and she's uh, living up to the billing. Male Athlete of the Week – Speaking of aces, Hank Eaton of Kossuth. He tossed a no-hitter on Tuesday. Kossuth beat Boonville 8-0, and uh, Hank uh, struck out 10, walked just two. And at the plate, he was two for three with a double, a home run, three RBIs, and three runs scored. I believe Hank is an Auburn commit, by the way. He's having a really good season so far. So congrats to AK and Hank, and that's all the time we have for this episode of Prep Rally. Thanks for joining me and Podgator. And uh, again, we come to you every Wednesday. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, online at preprally.djournal.com. Follow us on Twitter at djournalsports. I'm on there at Brad Locke. And check out our sponsor, Pizza Doctor, at Midtown Point in Tupelo, online at tupelopizza.com. We'll be back next week.